You are listening to this week's Market Commentary by Walker Cripps, bringing you insights on the world of stock markets and finance. Hello and welcome to the Walker Cripps Market Commentary for the week ending Tuesday the 7th of June. Skittish stock markets struggle to maintain the positive momentum of the previous week and following a barrage of bad news, it's beginning to look like the previous week may have been the aberration. The week started with an outsized jump in Eurozone inflation in May to 8.1% and the fact that the announcement of this data coincided with the announcement of the European Union's embargo on Russian oil was not helpful. It also didn't help that a bunch of American corporate chieftains ambushed markets with dire warnings about the state of the economy. Among them was the much-respected chief executive of J.P. Morgan Chase & Co., who warned of an impending economic hurricane. Fears of stagflation intensified. Stock markets struggled for a couple of days, and investors fled to the safe haven of the US dollar. A promising midweek rally was then snuffed out by further corporate shenanigans. Elon Musk, founder of Tesla and part-time cult hero, declared that he had a super bad feeling about the US economy and vowed to cut salaried staff by 10%. Later the same day, American employment data for May turned out to be better than expected, but was written off as being either the last hurrah for the US economy or an excuse for the Federal Reserve to continue to raise rates aggressively. Stagflation again. Another rally at the start of this week, encouraged by hopes that China will soon be ending its regulatory clampdown on technology companies, brought markets back full circle. While it's promising that stock markets are trying to climb the so-called wall of worry, economic evidence is growing that consumers are being impacted by inflation at 8%. The profits warnings seen recently in the retail industry are spreading to other industry sectors. It will be difficult for investors to hold their nerve if expectations for corporate profits turn definitively downwards. And while investors might have been able to ignore the profits warnings by down-market Walmart or Target, they are certainly not anticipating profits warnings by up-market brands such as Tesla. However, the improving sentiment towards China is probably justified, with the recent Covid lockdown seemingly coming to an end, the government taking action to ameliorate the economic slowdown, and the Biden administration talking about lifting tariffs. Given the current depressed state of Chinese asset prices, it doesn't take much to encourage buyers. As demonstrated when shares in Didi Global, China's version of Uber, initially jumped by 56% after the Wall Street Journal reported that the Chinese government's investigation into the company could end this week, as regulatory interference has been one of the main threats hanging over Chinese technology stocks over the past year. Another piece of the jigsaw may be falling into place. British investors, meanwhile, were treated to a ringside seat in the contest between Boris Johnson and the pound sterling which have experienced a seesaw relationship ever since Johnson came out in favour of Brexit in 2016, prompting the pound to crash. Sterling appreciated from $1.25 to $1.257 in the two hours after the confidence vote was announced, and once Johnson had won the vote, gave it all back and more. Uh, That's the end of the market news. Now we'll move on to the stock focus section. Business-to-business software provider Salesforce 
reported revenues and profits that beat market expectations, sending the stock up 15% and avoiding the roller coaster ride that most of the US technology sector was subjected to last week. Management reported healthy ongoing demand and no impact from the broader economic world. The company recently diversified its revenue base with the acquisition of corporate messaging platform Slack for $28 billion. HP, formerly Hewlett-Packard, also reported healthy demand in its business-to-business divisions, but a decline in sales to consumers. Sales of laptops to consumers and printing revenues were particularly weak, and the slowdown was focused in low-end products in Europe and China. However, the company's commercial sales were strong enough to carry revenues beyond market estimates and ensure that the share price hit a new all-time high. Tesla founder Elon Musk's bid for Twitter may have started with the best of intentions, but is fast becoming a media circus. Musk is widely believed to have had a bout of buyer's remorse since the merger agreement was signed, and is accused of using the issue of fake accounts to abandon or renegotiate the deal. This week, Twitter took the unusual step of publicly stating that it will hold Musk to the terms of the deal. But Musk has friends in high places, and the Republican Attorney General of Texas waded into the dispute, opening an investigation into Twitter's reporting of fake accounts, on the basis that it violates the Texas Deceptive Trade Practices Act. Musk had moved all of his corporate assets to Texas in 2020, and only last month tweeted that he would be voting Republican. Texas, for its part, has already passed a law freeing social media platforms such as Twitter from having to moderate their content. Elon Musk also waded into the debate about whether companies should return to the office, threatening everyone at Tesla that if they don't show up to the office for 40 hours a week, they will be assumed to have resigned. Perhaps Tesla genuinely has this kind of pulling power, but most companies remain wary of forcing workers back to the office in case they limit the pool of talent willing to work for them. And now we'll take a look at the economic highlights from last week and what to look out for this week. US employment beat expectations in May, with 390,000 new jobs being created. This still represents a decline from the trailing 12-month average of 552,000 and also from the previous month. Weakness was notable in the retail industry, consistent with recent profits warnings from Walmart and large US retailers. This was offset by a surge in government jobs, a sector which had been severely impacted by the pandemic. Growth in wages moderated, which will alleviate wage-driven inflationary pressures. Surveys of business activity in the US paint a picture of a slowing but still expanding economy. Manufacturing activity beat expectations as companies ran up their inventories, and there was a hint of a softening in input prices. The much larger service sector was relatively weak, however, though it too was mildly encouraging from the perspective of inflation. The European Central Bank is expected to leave interest rates unchanged in June, but even more attention than usual is being paid to this meeting after Eurozone inflation surged last month to 8.1%, surprising forecasters 
and raising the prospect of a half percentage point rate rise at July's meeting. Moreover, the fact that the EU agreed an embargo on Russian oil last week adds to the upside risk for energy inflation. Also on the agenda for this week's meeting is the end of the ECB's bond buying programme. US inflation is expected to have maintained its 8.3% pace in May from the previous month, supported by hefty contributions from fuel, food prices, airline fares and hotel room rates. And that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. This was Walker Cripps Market Commentary. If you'd like to hear more, please visit our website at www.walkercrips.co.uk. To keep up with our latest news and content, you can follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn at Walker Crips. Until next week, thanks for listening. This podcast is intended to be Walker Crips Investment Management's own commentary on markets. It is not investment research and should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to buy, sell or trade in any of the investments, sectors or asset classes mentioned. The value of any investment and the income arising from it is not guaranteed and can fall as well as rise, so that you may not get back the amount you originally invested. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future results. Movements in exchange rates can have an adverse effect on the value, price or income of any non-sterling denominated investment. Nothing in this podcast constitutes advice to undertake a transaction. And if you require professional advice, you should contact your financial advisor or your usual contact at Walker Cripps. Walker Cripps Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and is a member of the London Stock Exchange.